0: Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey church, so good to be with you again, reading through Acts. We're into Acts 18 today. Um, Last time in Acts 17, we were looking at how Paul was being persecuted, but also seeing heaps of people saved and people coming to know him, specifically when he started talking about the resurrection of Jesus and how powerful that was. But today in Acts, uh, the title is The Apostle Paul in Corinth. And so why don't we jump into that and see what Paul is getting himself up to now. When Paul left Athens, he traveled to Corinth, where he met a Jewish man named Aquila, who was originally from northeastern Turkey. He and his wife Priscilla had recently migrated from Italy to Corinth because Emperor Claudius had expelled all the Jews from Rome. Since Paul and Aquila were both tent makers by trade, Paul moved in with them and they became business partners. Every Sabbath day, Paul spoke openly in the synagogue, both to Jews and non-Jews, attempting to persuade them to believe the message of Jesus. When Silas and Timothy finally arrived from Macedonia, Paul spent all his time preaching the word of God, trying to convince the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah. When they viciously slandered him and hurled abuse at him, he symbolically shook the dust off his clothes in protest against them. He said to them, Have it your way then, I am guiltless to your fate, for the blood guilt of your actions will be on your own hands, and from now on I will preach to only non-Jews. Leaving the synagogue, Paul went to the home of Titus, a convert to Judaism, for he and his family attended the Jewish meetings, and they had all become believers in Jesus. Cyprus, the leader of the synagogue, believed in the Lord, together with his entire family and many other Corinthians who had heard what had happened, believed in the Lord and were baptized. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a supernatural vision and said, Don't ever be afraid. Speak the words that I give you and don't be intimidated, because I am with you and no one will be able to hurt you, for there are many in this city whom I call my own. For the next year and a half, Paul stayed in Corinth, faithfully teaching the word of God. Now, at that time, Gallio was a regional governor who ruled over the Roman province of Archaea. And the Jews turned against Paul and came together to seize him and bring him publicly before the governors of the court, they accused him before Gallio, saying, This man is creating a disturbance by persuading people to worship God in ways that are contrary to our laws. Just as Paul was about to speak in his defense, Gallio interrupted and said, Wait, if this involves some major crime or fraud, it would be my responsibility to hear this case. But this is nothing more than a disagreement amongst yourself over semantics and personalities and traditions of your own Jewish laws. Go and settle it yourselves. I refuse to be the judge of these issues. So Gallio dismissed them from the courts. Immediately, the crowd turned on Solsteins, one of the leaders of the synagogue who sided with Paul. They seized him and beat him up right there in the courtroom, but Gallio showed no concern at all over what was happening. After remaining in Corinth several more days, Paul finally bid shalom to the believers and sailed away for the coast of Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. Before they left, Paul had his head shaved at Caesarea because he had taken a vow of dedication. When they reached Ephesus, Paul left Priscilla and Aquila behind they went into the synagogues and spoke to the Jews. They asked him to stay longer, but he refused and said farewell to them, adding, I will come back to you, if it's God's will, after I go to Jerusalem to observe the feast. Then he set sail from Ephesus to Caesarea. When he arrived there, he travelled to Jerusalem to visit the church and pray for them. Then he left for Antioch. After spending some time there, Paul continued on through the region of Galilee and Phrygia in central Turkey, and wherever he went, he encouraged and strengthened the believers. A Jewish man by the name of Apollos arrived in Ephesus. He was a native of Alexandria and was recognized as an educated and cultured man. He was powerful in the scripture, had accepted Jesus, and had been taught about the Lord. He was spiritually passionate for Jesus and was a convincing teacher, although he had only known about the baptism of John. He fearlessly preached in the synagogues. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard Apollos' teachings, they met with him privately and revealed to him the ways of God more completely. Then Apollos, with the encouragement of the believers, went to the providence of Achaia. He took a letter of recommendation from the brothers of Ephesus, so his ministry would be welcomed in the region. He was a tremendous help to the believers and caused them to increase in grace. Apollos boldly and publicly confronted the Jews, vigorously debating them, proving undeniably from the scriptures that Jesus was the Messiah. What a great chapter. That is Acts 18. Apollos was an amazing dude, and we see that he is absolutely tearing it up. And it only took some encouragement from a few believers. We have Priscilla and Aquila that met with him and and were like, Hey, mate, it's great what you're doing. Let us encourage you. Let us give you some more knowledge of who Jesus is. And then we read that he gets sent out to these other places. He, He, first of all, increases grace within them what a great thing. I hope I can do that for other people. Maybe they just need extra grace to deal with me. But the scripture says that, that he um, debated with them, proving undeniably that Jesus was the Messiah. How great is that? May that be something that we can do by sharing our experience with Jesus. How about we pray? Thank you, Heavenly Father that you've given us your word, but you've given us your Holy Spirit. And you've also given us our our mouth, our ability to tell people of what you've done in our lives. And that cannot be argued because what has happened to me has happened to me and no one can tell me otherwise. God, may we be conduits of what you've done so that we can give you glory and proclaim your name and that maybe we would be able to convince people that Jesus really is who he says he was, the Messiah. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.